Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 151. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac, or for some people, it might be Help, I Need a Mac. But anyway, hey, this is Cliff Ravenscraft. And this is Chris Biting. We're here each and every week to answer your questions and to bring to you the latest and greatest in the world of Apple as it relates to all things Mac and now also all things iOS related. Yes, we bring good tidings from the Apple community. Indeed, my friends. And we are so delighted to have you here for our 151st episode. It has been a while, Chris, that we've been doing this, and I still enjoy it every single week. This time next year, we're going to be getting close to our 200th episode. Our 200th episode. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, hey, uh, very uh, huge thanks to those of you who are joining us live. We do record this show every Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m., and you can join us live at gspn.tv slash live. And uh, we invite you to do that. There are some wonderful people in the chat room and uh, very delighted to have them with us. Hey, Chris, we are going to start things off today with a piece of audio feedback from our good friend Wayne Henderson, who has, do it. has a question for us about our opinion on a certain Apple product. <laughs> okay, Here we go. go ahead. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The music oh. is still playing. Look at that. Ah, professional. Cliff Ravenscraft, podcast professional. Exactly. Here you go, Wayne. Take hey, away. happy New Year, Cliff, and happy New Year, Chris. This is for Help I Got a Mac, Wayne here in California. Now, I wanted to follow up with you guys, the Mac insiders that you are, and I know that a few months back, um, Uncle Steve um, supposedly responded to somebody's email when they wrote in complaining about, you know, the unreliability of MobileMe and some of the lack of features and how Dropbox is... Uh, such a viable alternative for some of the functions. But basically, I wanted to check, when do you guys think Uncle Steve's promise of a better, more reliable mobile me might really happen? Because uh, I'm waiting patiently for that, and uh, I want to know if you know any rumblings. Thanks, guys. All righty. Wayne, thank you for calling in. Chris, do you know any insider information, like any rumblings about mobile me at all? Nothing. Nothing. We we may uh, if and when the Verizon phone launches, which I just actually just read some interesting things about. We'll talk about in a little bit. Um, if and when something like that happens, maybe that that'll be a good opportunity to kind of redo Mobile Me, kind of retool it a little bit. But I haven't heard anything. Uh, the only reason I use Mobile Me is for back or fi- find my iPhone, and you can do that for free through Mobile Me now. So. Yeah, uh, I use Dropbox and a combination of Dropbox and Google for everything else. Before Mobile Me turned on the Find My iPhone for free, I had signed up for Mobile Me. I'd say no less than five times, and I canceled it within within eight hours, all five times, just because <laughs> it is. It was every single time. It was a piece of crud. Yeah, iDisk has been around for 11 years now, and it's still super slow. Like, you know, Dropbox has proven it's much, much faster. 
Yeah. And and so, you know, unfortunately, Wayne, we don't have a lot of positive things to say. Now, I've heard some, some people who use MobileMe and love it. I think our good friend uh, Stephen Cross, I think he may have been one of the proponents of saying, hey, this is why I use it and it works great for me and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I've never experienced anything good with the, with the service personally. And when there are so many other alternatives uh, that do, di- you know, different portions of it, but do it so much better. Uh, for example, uh, Calendar, there is no alternative to Google Calendar in my mind. Google Calendar is the end-all be-all. <laughs> Google Apps for my email is the end-all be-all. Um, and all the, I mean, as far as syncing between all my computers, all of that is done best by Google. See, um, I, I just use Google strictly for syncing. Um, I still use, you know, mail.app and uh, iCal and stuff like that for all my calendaring and email needs. They just all sync to Google. Right. And and see, I don't even use those. I, I use the I, I use a web browser and and that's how I access everything. In fact, there there have been all, multiple times when I've like clicked on a link and of course it'll want to pull up a local program for like an email address. And um, I'm considering Mailplane just for that purpose and that purpose alone. But um, I, I installed the 30-day free trial for Mailplane, which, by the way, that's M-A-I-L. And I think it's P-L-A-N-E. Is that it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, how do you like that? Um, it, it It's great. It's great. I, I mean, it's basically, it's just an over-glorified web browser mm-hmm. is what it is. It's, it's a web browser for mail client only. It works. So do you use it? It well, I just installed it a couple days ago. Oh, okay. And the only use, the only its only use for me would be two things. Number one, the multiple accounts seems to be like this. This seems to be a great way to do multiple accounts. But I don't do multiple accounts anymore. I don't sign in to multiple email addresses anymore. I I only sign into my one, and I have the multiple inboxes to break down certain emails. So I don't even need that. The only function it would provide is a default mail client if I were to click on an email link. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to pay 25 bucks for that functionality, to be honest with you. Real quick, uh, it looks like 10.6.6 is out right now. It okay. just came out like two minutes ago, and it does include the App Store. Really? Yeah. So Nice. So we will be, I will be downloading that after the show because if I did it right now, uh, we would not be able to have a show. 10.6.6 update is out and includes the app store. All right. I just put that in our show notes. Yay! Sweet. I'll, we'll check that out. I'll probably check it out sometime tomorrow and uh, see how it looks. So we'll talk more about that next week. Sweet. And, yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be all downloading and buying and all sorts of fun stuff. Exactly. Well, hey, and by the way, if you guys have your feedback, uh, your initial reactions to the App Store after listening to this app episode and episode after listening to this episode and <laughs> episode is a good is a good term. Exactly. And uh, downloading it and uh, trying it out. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. Yes, please. And let us know what you think. And we'll talk about what we think next week. Yes. Alrighty, so the uh, so it's already out. So we t- covered that one. Uh, what's the official Twitter client? Have you heard about this? I have. Uh, it, yeah, there's uh, all sorts of buzz about it uh, late yesterday about this. That it looks like Tweety Two, which is now going to be called Twitter for Mac, is going to be one of the apps on the App Store. All right, and it's going to be it's- branded as the official Twitter client. And I'm really, yeah, and I'm really, really hoping that uh, it's free. 
because uh, Tweety for the Mac was twenty dollars when it came out. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking that Tweety was a, was a cost on iOS when Twitter bought them. They made it for free. Uh, who knows? It, it, it's one of those things that I, I hope they don't. If they do charge, I, I hope I get a download link for free because um, when I bought Mac Heist last year, or was it two years ago? Mm-hmm. Whatever. When I got Mac Heist, one of the things was is if there were so many downloads, you got Tweety too. Yeah. So I'm hoping they still honor that. That was one of the reasons I bought it. Um. So yeah. Very cool. So, um, so it, it sounds like uh, it, it's going to be great for a lot of people. Personally, I never liked the Tweety for the Mac version, and uh, and to be honest with you, I I really don't like the the tw- the official Twitter application for the um, iPad or the iPhone. I, I am using Osphora on. Yeah, both. people love that Osphora. Osphora is amazing. And uh, when it comes to a desktop client, uh, if I was going to use a desktop client, I still think TweetDeck is the way to go. TweetDeck's just too much for me. I don't want it to take over my whole desktop. I do. See, I, I mean, well, the thing is I don't most of the time. In fact, TweetDeck hardly ever runs. Uh, and I use the Twitter web-based app. You know, I don't like that either. I, I, like, I like my little notification bar at the top. I like... It being uh, the way I have my desktop is set up in like quadrants because I have a, a big display and then I have my secondary display, and uh, I keep certain things up all the time like my IM list and and Twitter's one of those things that are, that stays in the corner out of my way so I can always kind of be monitoring it but not have it take over my whole um, my whole uh, my whole desktop. Yeah, well, I, I, this is this is one of those things where it just depends on what you like best and yep. uh, and go for it. But uh, for me, I'm, I'm a I'm a web based guy, and so anything I can do on the web is best. Now there is times though that I want to actually sit down and have a Twitter day, and and of course that hardly ever happens. But uh, when I say a Twitter day, it's a it's a day where I'm actually going to strategically build my business and my brand using Twitter. And it's where I'll pop up on Twitter on my secondary monitor or TweetDeck on my secondary monitor. And I'll set up a couple columns with uh, search phrases in it. And by golly, as soon as somebody mentions podcasting, podcasting equipment or something like that, I will I will actually respond to them with links back to content either I have produced or I'll produce content specific to their question and then post links to that to them and, and, and build my brand that way. Mm hmm. Good stuff. Anyway, so uh, it, it, it's interesting to note that uh, you know the App Store is already bringing some interesting things our way. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see what else is in there. And you know, not all apps have to charge money too. So we may see a bunch of things like you know Adium or something like that uh, be in there. And, and really, it's just nice to have one place now where I can update all my apps. I don't have to worry about uh, launching an app and it saying, "Oh, you're out of date. You want to update real quick?" You know, everything's going to be good to go. Right. Hey, so what's going on here? Tell me about this next story about CDMI iPhone. Yeah, uh, there was some photos and a YouTube video that came out yesterday that was showing off the um, the metal frame of the iPhone of this new iPhone. I'm not sure if it's a if it's an iPhone five or the CDMA iPhone. Uh, the uh, the earlier video from yesterday appeared to be a tweaked iPhone four, uh, but was pulled from YouTube due to quote a copyright claim by Apple Incorporated. Um, The parts seem to be a variant of the iPhone's frame, but a little different. And exactly why it's different is up for debate. Uh, The the CDMA iPhone for for Verizon is obviously everyone's guess. But uh, yeah, some of the lines are different. Um, 
just a, just a tweak a little different. Right. And uh, so we'll see um, what happens. I, I have no, personally, I have no doubt that there will be a, a Verizon phone at this point. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense for them not to do it, at, and the technology would be there for them to do it. And, you know, their exclusivity obviously wasn't forever with AT&T. Yeah, and it looks like this may, this may have also addressed the antenna issue because uh, there's some extra gaps, uh, you know, those little black lines. There's some extra ones of those on the case, too. So right. nice. we shall see. We'll see. Anyway, um, so I don't know if that confirms that the Verizon phone is coming right now and, and that they're, you know, they're producing these things. But I would say that it's it's going to come. Uh, and uh, you, so someone on our chat, in our chat room, saying that it's a death blow to AT and T if it comes. You know, I really don't think so. I don't think so either. I love uh, everybody thinks that everybody thinks that Verizon is like the land of milk and honey, and it's really not, man. Uh, Verizon is notorious for taking phones and, and artificially gimping their their features. You know, turning off. Uh, bl- to things like that so these awesome super cool guys that everybody says they are they're you know they're just as bad as everybody else what i'm thinking is that if those people leave at&t and go to verizon my my service is going to get just even better exactly and it's going to load balance it and i think if a bunch of people jump ship to verizon i think Verizon's going to have some some surprise uh issues keeping up with the data demand yeah and, and not only that but i will say i will say this it, it will be it will be um, you know, it, 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 it will definitely have a huge, ch- uh, chink in the armor, I guess you will in like San Francisco, New York city, Boston, those areas where AT&T just can't keep up with demand. But like, but it, it, even then, you know, you, you, you throw a couple million, uh, iPhones on, on those on Verizon network in those same areas you're still going to have, uh, some issues in on Verizon. But the thing is, is though, if if you can spread iPhone usage between two different networks in those big cities, it's just going to help everybody in the long run. Definitely not a death toll to AT and T. And to be honest with you, I've been a, I I went I've been a well I was a Meritech and then I was a bunch of, you know something else and then I was bought mm-hmm. by AT and T. But I've been AT and T subscriber for a long time. I left them to go to to Nextel because I wanted that immediate you know uh, push button. <laughs> Exactly. I wanted to walkie-talkie people at will. And, uh, the novelty. It wears off quickly. It wore off quickly. And then, you know, Sprint bought them. And, man, did that suck. And so then I, I basically I switched back to Apple. Uh, I think either I, – I think I switched back to, to AT&T when the iPhone came out or okay, just yeah. before then. I, I, I switched over from Nextel also to, uh, to Singular at the time back in 2004. Four, I think. Yeah. Uh, 2003, right right around when the Razer came out. And the Razer, you know, for a while was like the coolest phone in the world to have because it was super thin and neat. And so I, I, I switched over for the Razer because they were the only one carrying the Razer at the time. And uh, yeah, it was one of those things that they, they just so happened that AT&T or Singular was going to be the preferred carrier of the iPhone. And it was just like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have a problem with, with AT&T. Uh, every time I've called them for customer service, they've, they've actually been really, really great on the phone. And uh, at CES this year, they've just unleashed a, a, a new phone that's going to be coming out from Samsung that looks super awesome. Dual core Android phone. I mean, AT&T is getting some sweet phones, not only the iPhone, but other phones, too, especially, you know, now that there may be other carriers that are going to carry it, this, you know, yeah. other than them. I, I think that Verizon getting an iPhone will only help 
those of us who are on the AT&T. If nothing else, hopefully, guess what? This will be competition between two different wireless providers for data services on the iPhone. Right now, AT&T has a monopoly on who can offer data services for an iPhone. And uh, so, you know, I, I think we may and, see and let's some competition be on- there. And let's be honest, it's a giant pain in the butt to switch carriers. It is, and it's expensive with your if you're in contract and all that good stuff. So I don't. Th- and uh, and and Verizon's the most expensive out of everybody's on their service plans, I believe. Yeah, with but, T-Mobile being the, being the least. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is is really with an iPhone. If if Verizon does not cripple the iPhone, which I don't think Apple will allow them to do. Thank no, you, no, Apple. No, no. Unlike Google, who will let you cripple and destroy yeah. their piece of... No, well, we won't go there. Hey, hey, Cliff. Yeah? It's freedom. <laughs> anyway, so the deal is, though, is that I believe that, that you'll have apples to apples to compare when you compare yeah, your I mean, Verizon to AT&T, and I think we're going to see some competition. Yeah, yeah, and if anything, it just you know makes the iOS install base bigger. More developers are going to stick around. Yep. You're going to get more super sweet games. And it looks like Eric Fisher has the App Store running, and he says so far it is seamless. And I'm wondering if if uh, if Tweety for iOS for iOS for Mac OS 10 is on there. Right, check it out, He's, Eric, and let us know if yes, it's Eric, if it's free. All right, moving. It on. is, he says. It is. Well, he says is it, it, it's on there. Is it free? The question is: It free? And he will. I just tweeted from it. I guess, and, and it's, it's free. free. All right. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So uh, next up, Google accidentally shows off Android 3.0 Honeycomb, and it looks awesome. Tell me about this one. It does, man. Uh, You know, as you know, the Consumer Electronics Show is happening right now, Uh and there's a lot of of tablets and and hybrid tablets and all sorts of stuff being announced. And and actually, I want to talk about one after this that that I thought was particularly cool. It's running Android. Can I play this video? uh, Would the audio be good for the podcast? It's just music. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to mute the audio and I'm going to play I mean, the video. Music's cool. It's kind of like Daft Punk, Tron kind of music. That's right. But uh, they posted a video. Google did and, and really quickly pulled it, but a bunch of people grabbed copies of it. And uh, the video since made private on Google's official site. So it shows the interface of it. And it's software built, quote, entirely for the tablet and uses, full, uses the full screen for app interfaces or just puts them in separate panes. Uh, it looks really really high tech and really really cool um i'm pretty excited about it actually i think if it's strictly for the fact i think it you know it lights on a fire under apple to make ios for the ipad and everything that much better so uh watch it just do a search i think it's on uh in gadget or gizmodo you can you can just do a search for uh 3.0 honey chrome honey chrome and you can see the interface i, I think it looks really really cool the video yeah. looks cool yeah so we'll have to see it in real life applications. I mean, Android's cool until you kind of move it around and and uh, you know scroll and stuff, and it scrolls kind of hitchy and and uh, you know all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I love I love competition. So so bring it on, non Apple people, and uh, Apple will show you how it's done. <laughs> I'm such yes. a snob. I love it. <sighs> All right, very cool. Uh, let's see here next. Uh, who needs Spotify introducing Slacker Premium? Tell me about it. Yeah, Slacker Premium. Uh, as you folks may or may not know, Slacker is my favorite 
radio uh, for my iPhone, for my computer. I like it better than Pandora. It's a little more mainstream. Uh, not as many indie artists, which, which is okay. If I want to discover indie music, I'll, I'll switch over to Pandora. Uh, this is a lot. This kind of filled the void from when I canceled XM Radio after Sirius bought them and ruined them. Just a personal opinion. And um, what's you know what was cool about it, they offer a free service where you just kind of make your own station or you can listen to predetermined stations built by the staff there. Uh, Currently, there's something called Radio Plus, which allows you to, to, to have unlimited skips, no commercials, all that good stuff. What they're announcing now is something called Slacker, which is a lot like Spotify, where you can actually queue up songs, listen to anything you want. It's a lot like RDIO. Or, yeah, RDIO. Um, and um, just kind of glancing over here. Uh, the Slacker Premium is going to be $10 a month with full access to the company's music library, on-demand services. Um, you know, it's going to be cool. If, if you already have Slacker and you're, you're a fan of Slacker like I am, uh, this is going to be very, very cool. And it'll probably be, push me over to the point of actually paying for it. Because right now I just use the free version because I don't mind the commercials too much. Uh, yeah, and it's cool. It looks like they're showing off a new interface for the iPad on this website that I'm looking at. And it, the interface looks great. So... Uh, big boon for Slacker. Slacker's awesome. My uh, question is, can you choose what songs you want to listen to? Yes, for the premium you can, yes. So if I wanted to type in Violent Femmes and type in the name of a song, I can queue up that song and I can play it over and over again if I wanted to. Right, or if you just wanted to listen to nothing but, let's say, Pearl Jam or something, you could do that with Slacker Premium. Okay. So and, and 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 you also you know for premium you also get Slacker Plus so you can listen to the radio stations they make or create a station from a particular artist and you get what's cool about it that that you can't do with Pandora very much is you can fine tune your controls you can listen to more like deeper cuts or you can listen to the hits and you can also grab other artists you know let's say you make a a Pearl Jam station and you got some other artists that you want to include in there like let's say Iron and Wine or or something that doesn't necessarily fit there. You can bring those into that station and just create a custom station of, of artists that you like. So, yeah, Slacker is very, very cool. The, the, the fine-tuning and everything is so awesome. Uh, Slacker.com, and you can also download the app for your iPhone. So if I if, if, it, if I have Slacker Premium, I could go and pull up, like, Sting's The Sumner's Tales and listen to this. Yep. And then I could say, oh, you know what? I really like this other song. You know that song, It's Probably Me? You know, this one. And I could play that. <laughs> this is the episode that's going to get Cliff sued. Nah. So, I don't know. <laughs> if I ever lose my faith in Steve. Yes. That's what Eric just said in the, in, in the uh, chat room. I thought it was funny. So, 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 basically, you're saying I'll be able to do that with Slacker Premium. Yes. All right. It's not out yet. It's going to come out later on this month. All right. Well, so, yes. Keep, keep, and generally they offer like a free trial where you can try it for a week for free. So, all right. Well, we'll give Slacker we'll, is good stuff. When friend. Slacker Premium comes out, let me know, Chris, and I'll try, I'll try it out. Okay. Because that's the only, I mean, I love Pandora and I'm a premium subscriber of Pandora. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, though, is that I, you know, I think of a song I want to hear and I'm like, I type in their name and I type in that song and it doesn't always give me the song I'm looking for. It gives me something by that same artist or something sounds like it. Yeah, exactly. And I might or might not get to hear the song I want to hear. And it's like, that's stupid. And I just bought a, I just got a fantastic um, radio. Well, it's like a speaker dock uh, for my iPhone and for my wife's iPad. Um, I've pod uh from iHome it's the uh, IP46 and what's cool about it, it's tiny 
has great sounds, super, super clear, good bass response, all that kind of stuff. What's cool though is it's rechargeable and the battery lasts like eight to 10 hours. And uh, so it, it's one of those things that, you know, when we have a party, we, we like to have people out, you know, on our back patio, grill out some whatnot. And even just when her and I are, are out there, it'd be nice to be able to take that stereo out there, sit it down, not worry about having to plug it in or anything like that, or get, you know, scrounge up some batteries for it. And, and yeah, it, it's awesome. It's about a hundred bucks, which you can get on Amazon for like seven. Right. So hey, if you've got some Amazon gift cards, get it. Hey, Chris, hold on. I'm going to pause for a second. Stephanie's calling me on my cell phone. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Whenever my wife calls and she knows I'm recording a live show, I always take that call because <laughs> I'm afraid something's happened. But uh, anyway, I'm back. Everything's good. You still there, Chris? Yes. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, good. All right. So, so, so this the speaker thing that you were talking about. W- tell me what that is again. I, I just oh. what 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 it is that you were talking about. I, I was listening to you, but at the same sure. time, I was waiting for you to stop so that I could see what Stephanie needed. I am going to sync this. I'm going to uh, paste this in the chat room. All right. Uh, it's it's a speaker system. You, so it's iHome your, Audio. Okay. Uh huh. You you just dock your your iPhone or your iPod. I, saying iPod is so weird now. Um, you know your iPod Touch or your oh, iPhone. I used to have one of the one of the older versions of this exact unit. I love this thing. And it's, you have uh, one, the IP forty six. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it's it's uh, it's got four speakers and this, these chambers. I mean, it's just the the audio that comes out of this thing. It's just mind blowing because it's so small. It just sounds. It's like it's like the Bose acoustic wave machine. You know? <laughs> Can you dock your iPad on it? I guess you got one there, right? Yes. It's just it's so small. I'm afraid it would fall over. Just see. It's in the kitchen. Oh, do you know how small the little uh, iPod iPad dock is? I mean, it's as big as it that. doesn't say it. It. It it supports it officially, but it, it'll probably work. All right, I, I'm just wondering if it would. But uh, okay, so obviously it would work for. It, it looks like the the little dock actually just pulls out. Is that what it's doing? It just pops out. Yeah, you push it in, and it kind of oh. sticks out. And, and you, super and, awesome. Yeah, I had I had one of these. Um, I can't. I think what happened was uh, they have a bunch of different. Yeah, but I had one that was the prior version of this exact unit. And what happened was I think that I let my kids use it and they kind of messed up the uh, power supply adapter where the adapter plugs in on the back. But uh, still, still great device. And I'm sure that, you know, that, you know, it was more of the uh, abuse of the power supply than than it was a defective unit. So anyway, so iHome device and I might look into getting something like that. We'll see. Anyway, um, uh, since we're talking about, uh, you know, reviewing and stuff, I just want to say that, um, you know, a long time ago, I told you that uh, I bought a Kindle 3 rather than using my iPad to read books. Well, I am reading like mad, especially now that I'm getting up early in the morning. And I have in the last in the last week and a half, I've read more on my Kindle than I probably have in the last five years altogether. That's yeah. awesome, man. You still, so you're still digging it. I'm still digging it. And guess what? I bought my wife. We went to um, Barnes and Noble to this big, huge paper bookstore, right? Huge, mm-hmm. gigantic paper bookstore. Thousands and thousands and thousands of books there. The one book she wants, which is, by the way, a pretty popular book in the category that it is. It's a... Uh, it's a book by um, 
some girl who used to be play DJ on uh, uh, one of those TV shows or whatever. But anyway, uh, it's called uh, Reshaping It All, and Stephanie wanted that book, and she went there, and they didn't have any in stock. And he says, well, we can get it for you in about a week and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, and, <laughs> and so I, you know, I have my Kindle with me because I was looking for a better reading light. And uh, which I can't find one that I like. I, I just cannot find a reading light for my Kindle. But anyway, uh, I like the lamp that, that is next to my bed. Yeah, I, I need a I need a better lamp, I think, that I'll actually point and shed light directly on it. But anyway, um, so I had my Kindle with me. I sat down in one of the chairs inside the Barnes & Noble, connected to their Wi-Fi uh, for free. <laughs> and I purchased the book and I had her sit, or actually I purchased, yeah, I went ahead and purchased the book and I had her sit down and I said, you know, read this. And she goes, I like this. And she has not given me, it, it, now we're fighting over the Kindle while I have to wait seven to 10 days for Kindle to deliver me one because they're out of stock. So you ordered another Kindle. I ordered another Kindle. One for Stephanie. Dang. That's awesome, man. Yes. Yeah. It's and what's a, it? Nook, uh, you, you know, if you have a Nook color, right? You, there's these kids books that are kind of interactive and fun and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of like an exclusive thing only to to Nook. Well, the Nook app now supports those for the iPad. So Awesome. Well, here's kind of what I like about the iPad. If you, if you don't mind the screen to read on it, it's kind of cool because it's like the best of everything. You know, I have Kindle on my my thing. If I, if I need Nook, I can get Nook on that. Um, I don't mind reading on, on my iPad. It's, I guess it's because I never really read on an ebook reader, but the the I can tell you that the text on the ebook reader is super crispy crisp. It is it is amazing. I, I, I'm telling you there. And the cool thing it, is is there's no it's the distra- it's not. I mean there are th- there are a couple things that I don't like reading about on the iPad, and it, and it, there is eye strain after a little while because uh, I'm and, for, and Angry Birds distraction. Well, that's the third. That's the big one. But anyway, there's there there is eye strain if you read for an hour and a half. And sometimes that's what I, I want to read for an hour and a half. I want to read for two or three hours mm-hmm. and my eyes will strain by, by staring at the iPad. Um, the other one is the, the way that I hold a book, it's heavy. The iPad is actually heavy and it hurts yeah. my wrist and my thumbs, uh, after about an hour and a half. So, uh, and then of course there is the distraction. There is a billion other things I can do on this iPad. And of course that's a little bit of a, uh, exaggeration, but still there are so many things that call for my attention and now that, especially now that there's multitasking, there's so many other things I want to do on my iPad. So <laughs> I leave my iPad way out of sight, out of mind. I go and I sit in a chair and I grab a cup of hot uh, green tea and, and I sit with my Kindle and by golly, hours will pass and I can read now. I love it. And Yay. I, so I just want to say, and I know that this is an Apple show, but I just want to say that sometimes even though, and, and I love the fact that, you know, when Stephanie, while Stephanie's waiting for her Kindle to show up now, and she's reading this book I bought for her uh, on my Kindle, uh, I love the fact that if I want to, I can get back and leave, you know, pick up reading where I left off on my iPad or on my iPhone or on the Kindle for the Mac. Uh, you know, the, the, that's the great thing about Kindle is that when you buy the books there, they're everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And I love the fact that when Stephanie and I read a book that we both want to read, that we can both have that copy of the book. We can both be reading it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if we wanted to read a book as, together as a family, all of us could have it. The kids have all their touches and phones and all this other stuff. We could all have, I could buy the book once 
and as the family, as an entire family, we could sit down and one of it, we could take turns reading aloud Harry Potter or something like that, or the Chronicles right. of Narnia, or yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> I bought the uh, Four Hour Body. Uh, it's Tim Ferriss's new book. I hear people ranting and raving, or well, raving, <laughs> not ranting, but I hear people. <laughs> well, there's probably raving. a couple rants about it. Yeah, it's it's. I've read it twice now. You um, like it? I do. It's, Seriously, because uh, it sounds to me, you know, anything that sh- I don't like anything that shortcuts physical, you know, regular physical fitness, and it just, doesn't short. Just, I don't feel like it shortcuts it, and sh- and 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 just basically has healthy eating. I, from what it's I hear, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of low carb diet. There's a lot of this, and there's a lot of that. It's not. It's not really low carb, though. It's slow carb. There's a difference. All right. Well, maybe I need to read it. I'm not going <laughs> to rant about it. All I have to say is that I'm highly skeptical of anything that talks about a four-hour anything when it comes oh, it's to health. That, yeah, there, there's 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 no four-hour anything in the book. It's just he yeah. just called it that because of the other of the, the other book. I know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I like it. But what, what's cool about it is I'm reading that, and then good carbs, bad or good calories, bad calories also. And uh, I really love the ability to highlight things. And I'm not sure if the kin- can the Kindle, I guess the Kindle can do that. Yeah. It's just really easy just to grab it with your finger and swipe. And it's, tell me, let me tell you, this is one of the benefits, especially for a podcaster, because Stephanie and I are both basically will highlight things in the Kindle. And then what you do is you pull it up on the, you know, Kindle for the Mac and it'll, it'll show you all your highlights and you can, I mean, it's so easy to see them all and it highlights it in yellow and it looks really nice. But yeah, go ahead. So you, you uh, like you like reading it and highlighting it? Yeah, yeah. I just like and then being able to refer to it. It's just fun. Like you know, there's like a kind of like a shopping list of of, of recommended foods. You know, pro. You know, what for your proteins? Like what lean meats and for your vegetables? What what vegetables are are, are good and calorically dense and and things like that. So, so you've been you've been doing. I think you've been doing things the very smart way and the very balanced way of of uh, pursuing your health. Uh, recently with all your physical activity with your trainer and 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 stuff like that so yeah it's one of those things I, i've been seeing this trainer since march and I'm, I'm i'm stronger than i've ever been i've got you know definition in my arms and my chest and my shoulders and stuff my my shoulders kill me today by the way because i worked out yesterday but uh, my nutrition was always kind of stumbling I, I i was doing pretty good when i was getting the ipad you remember that you know i got down to 238 and then i got gout and all this that and the other well I've been reading a lot, redoing a lot of research. This book came out. I read that. I read some older books. I've seen a couple documentaries. And uh, I just decided that, you know, it was getting towards the end of the year. And I'm, this was like at the, at, in, in December. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to January 1st, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for real. And uh, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm walking the walk and talking the talk and all that kind of stuff. And so far, so good. Uh, I don't miss anything yet. I've been eating good food, good, healthy food, lots of spinach, lots of, you know, I'm, I'm just really the only, the only thing I'm taking from it is I'm not eating a lot of, I used to eat a lot of bread yeah, and crappy bread. So, uh, but I'm eating, you know, flaxseed and stuff like that. So it's going good. I've also signed up for something called the warrior dash, which is going to be in June in Logan, Ohio, where you jump over fire and it's like a three mile, run through, through the woods or you crawl through mud and jump over logs and all sorts of stuff. So cool. Well, Hey, uh, did you know that run keeper pro is available for, um, for free now for the month of January? Yes, I downloaded it and I have not used it yet because I'm not a big running fan. I'm not a runner, <laughs> but I'm a walker and a, and a jogger. 
Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, going for a while, dude. How is it compared to the Nike version of that? I've never used Nike, but okay. let me tell you. I really like I really like the Nike one because it uses the GPS and stuff too. RunKeeper Pro is absolutely amazing, especially in combination with its website. Mm-hmm. Give it, give, go and try it for a week and just see what you think. It is okay. It is awesome. And uh, real quick, I know I keep going back to the Mac App Store, and I'm I'm, we're, I'm hearing more in uh, this is from Engadget. the uh, The store will the store is launched with over a thousand titles, including Apple standards like iLife, uh, broken into separate parts, iMovie, uh, GarageBand, and iPhoto, selling for fifteen dollars each. That's cool. So if you don't want iMovie but you want uh, you know iPhoto or GarageBand or whatever, fifteen bucks a piece. Uh, pages, Keynote, and Numbers for twenty dollars. Piece and Aperture for eighty dollars, and there's a bunch of third party stuff like Autodesk, Pixelmator, uh, Flight Control HD, which is a port of the iPad version. So it looks like we're seeing a bunch of a bunch of stuff right now, which is pretty cool. That I'm is excited awesome. to download it. That is cool. awesome. I am looking here on what is this? I, I got distracted. Face Face Vision's TouchCam version one does Skype HD at 720p for sixty nine ninety nine. There you go. Get some 720p. So uh, I, I, I got right. a new game for mine. Yeah, tell me about your new game, Real Racing 2. It's a sequel to Real Racing from Firemint, the people that, that uh, made, um, I can't remember what game they made, Flight Control. And, uh, you know, Sony has um, Gran Turismo. Xbox has Forza. And now we've got Real Racing 2. It's got... A ton of real cars from Ford, Chevy, uh, Lotus, um, Volvo, BMW. It's super fun. You can race 16 people in it online, locally. Uh, You can have a career. It has vehicle damage. You can upgrade your cars. Tons of tracks. The the graphics in it are beautiful. I mean, the cars are just rendered perfectly. I'm I'm not a car guy, and I love this game. It's It's expensive. It's $10. But uh, what, for what you get for $10, it's awesome. I'm having a blast playing. I'm kind of addicted to it, to be quite honest with you. That is, that's cool. Uh, now, I have the original Real Racing, and I'm not a car person. And I used to be a racer. You know, I used to like racing games and Need for Speed and all that stuff. But I kind of got bored of it. And, you know, I, I mean, outside, I mean, the graphics are already amazing on Real Racing. What more? I mean, other than the fact that it's real cars, what other things are there for another whole app? The sixteen race, like sixteen cars on the track once, okay. really, really makes it much better. But I think before it was like eight or four. Sixteen is just really like there's just a ton of cars, and I, I like being able to like you know you buy car, you know you get money for racing, and then you can upgrade your car, and then you can sell it, and you can buy new cars, and. I just like that whole kind of career mode. It's really, really fleshed out in Real Racing 2. And then the multiplayer, it's got Game Center integration. Works really good. You just hit multiplayer, hit a race, boom, you're in. I was racing against like seven other people, and uh, it was awesome. That's cool. Hey, um, I just want to let you know a a game that I've been playing. uh, You know, the kids all got iOS devices for Christmas, and uh, we have been playing a lot of uh, multiplayer Fruit Ninja. I love Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja is the bomb. I mean, it is so simple but so fun and addictive, especially when you're you're playing somebody one on one. Yes, Fruit Ninja. Check it out, folks. I, I I couldn't understand what the what the buzz was all about. I think it's ninety nine cents. Also, yeah, it's not that much, and it's and it's really cool. So, Fruit Ninja. 
Alrighty, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to click over here and press this button, which means, my friends, this is the end of the show. And we want to say thank you to our gspn.tv plus members who make what we do possible week after week. If you want to become a plus member, head over to gspn.tv slash plus to find out more information about that. Of course, you can give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline at G- at 859-795-4067. Again, that's phone number 859-795-4067. You can follow- I just tapped the uh, software update button. Nice. And uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter at Biting. That's B-E-I-T-I-N-G. And I'm yep. sure that you'll be Twittering all about your App Store experiences throughout the week. Yes, probably today is going to be inundated with it. As I do that and try to get my job, you know, work, work, do work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and if you guys want to follow me, you can. I'm twitter.com slash GS. PN, and we want to say thank you to uh, all of you out there listening. And of course, if you know anybody who during this Christmas break has received their very first Mac, which there are probably uh, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them people out there, uh, whenever they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, tell them to go to helpigotamac.com and let them know that there's a podcast devoted to giving them answers and all they need to do is give us a call and ask the questions. Thank you, guys. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community. See ya.